You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome back to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. It's 2023, baby, and it we're is. back. I guess Happy New Year. We haven't had a real opportunity to say it. You're allowed still in the first full month. Sure, right? yeah. It's... We haven't seen, well, we kind of talked to some of our, our listeners. Not all. Sure. You we know, s- those in the Discord, we'll, we'll, we'll still chat. Mm-hmm. We'll still chat. So if you're part of the Discord, we probably said Happy New Year to you. You know who you are, you lovely, lovely people. In fact, you know yes. what? You know what I'm going to do? Yeah. We're going to shout them out. You do that. We're going to shout yeah. them out right now. So Happy New Year to Eric. Yes. Happy New Year to Zach. Yes. Jed. Yes. Troidal. Mm-hmm. Deva, of course. Can't forget Deva. No, 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 no. Uh, who else chats in our Discord? That That's we... probably our core. That is our group, core for sure. That that does some chatting in there. Vaz, every once in a while, will mm-hmm. say hey, or if there's something with a game he wants to share. But, right. Um, so yeah, that's probably our our core group of uh, if chatters. if you want to be shouted out on the show, join our Discord and let us there know you that you're in there. <laughs> But we all know that those wonderful people are there, and they're always having a great conversation with us. So, hey guys, mm-hmm. how's it going? Hi, what's how up? y'all are doing? It's fun. So driving around, listening to us. I know. Give us a wave. I know. I like to to start things with with big conversations, but I want to change something up right now because I want to try to offer up a little taste for listeners, mm-hmm. and and. Whether or not I'll do it with this show, it's a little tricky since we do a quick turnaround, you know. So I guess I could kind of, but it just depends. Maybe something we need to discuss? Yeah, maybe, uh, you know, our listeners could explain whether or not this would be beneficial to them or something they would like because I don't know people's schedules. Okay, so starting... This week, or actually it started uh, weeks prior, and I've been trying to get the word out. I'm trying something new on Patreon to kind of entice listeners. And I've tried numerous things over the years, trying to think of, of things to to offer that are different. And one thing that I do notice that a lot of podcasts do is they'll offer up early access to episodes. Now, like I said, we have such a quick turnaround. You're going to get it first thing in the morning. Yeah. Now, I could offer it up immediately, as soon as I'm done, Mm -hmm. on the Patreon, and then you could have it. Yeah. So, you would have it on the day we were recording, a day early. Technically. Not even 24 hours early, to be honest. No, no, I guess like 12. Yeah, something to that effect. You know, you you would have it. 12 to, you know, some, I, I don't know. Yeah. Before 6 a.m. Monday. Yeah. Whatever that is to you, 6 a.m. Central. <laughs> and all I would ask is minimum donation of a dollar. I'm not going to ask you to break the bank for it if that's what you prefer. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because 
this year is going to be, I'll, there's going to be a lot, okay? Because we're not only doing this show, but I've restarted Inspired by Weeboo with my wife, where we're talking oh, about yeah, anime. Busy, busy, busy. So that show, I promise you, will be running to the end of the year. Oh, so okay. the the entire season is going to be one show that we're watching right now. So every Wednesday, it's going to come out. But I am also offering those episodes early access. So as they are completed, I'm going to put them up on Patreon. And then you can just binge the episodes as you want right mm-hmm. then and there because they're done. Yeah. Now with Horror Ramblings... <clears throat> We have our season two premiere coming out at this Friday. Mm-hmm. And while you can, in fact, listen to that episode right now on Patreon, you will get access to a video-only version of that podcast. So you actually get to see our mugs. You get to see our special... We got you back on camera. Yeah. Right? You even get to see our very special guest on that episode. And I want to say who it is to entice yeah. people. Oh, to, to go to the Patreon. Yeah, because, you know, I've been I've been holding on to it. And you know what? I haven't done it on social media. So you know what? I will. For, for listeners of this show, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. Our special guest on Horror Ramblings is a man well-known in film communities. You, you've probably seen him in movies. Uh, his name is Lloyd Kaufman. If the name doesn't ring a bell... I know you know his movies, or at least you've seen one, which he is the father of the Toxic Avenger. That's the most popular movie he's well known for. Trauma Entertainment. That's his That's his jam, you know. And like I said, you've probably seen him in a movie and just not realized it, but he's been in tons. He's just, he's one of those cameo guys. You just gotcha, see him here. Yeah. But unless it's a trauma film, and then of course he's probably got a bigger role because it's his movie. Sure, yeah. But we had a great conversation with him and i thought it would be fun to actually get to to do a video version and mm-hmm. i'm offering that only to patreon subscribers so nice. yeah. you you can still listen to the podcast but mm-hmm. if you want to see the video you have to go to patreon so that it will never be released in any other form maybe 20 30 years down the line i might consider it <laughs> yeah but right now it's it's patreon only so go get it there yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I've, I've been trying to to entice other people to the Patreon, trying to trying to come up with new ideas and that was one of them. And again, I don't know how that would work for this show. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And there is a possibility like we could do special minis for the for the Patreon, but Oh, sure. You know, I I want to hear us just ramble some more about something completely random. Unless you're woofy and you don't like listening to us ramble and you want people to skip <laughs> an hour yeah, of our show. You know, in which case, yeah, maybe the minis aren't for you. Yeah. But, you know, it's just I'm, I'm batting around ideas. I want to I get some, f- some feedback, like what would be fun and manageable for us. Because still, you know, I'm working on that one episode of Super Mega Crash Adventures I said was going to be done. And I lost track of time here and there and, you know, it just got away from me. Of course, holidays got busy. And even when I got back to work earlier this year, I swear to God, it was just like busy, 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 busy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just don't have time for, for yeah. other little things. So I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. It's it's 
you you let us know you you kind yeah. of give us some some feedback about it and we'll, we'll kind of go from there yeah. Uh, but I thought that would be fun, and I, you know, we're having a lot of fun on the other shows too. But you know, this is this is our staple. This is what got it off the ground, baby. This well, is that's the OG. For you. I just stayed over here. I didn't venture into all those other things. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And I'm sure you know we'll be showing up on other podcasts this year too, mm-hmm. or at least I know that uh, Podcasters Assemble's coming back. We're doing the Indiana yes, Jones I stuff. See what they're doing. Oh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. I mean, like I've been taking such a break from like really wandering around on socials and stuff i'm feeling kind of out of out of the loop and then the few days that i do go on i don't understand what's trending anymore i can definitely yeah. tell a huge difference since dude took over on what's trending every day no it's like a broken record these days it's the same shit every time yeah like pink floyd is now supporting gays because they <laughs> reissued Straight people learned what a prism is, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I'm not on Facebook and stuff, so I missed that whole thing until people started posting about it on Twitter. But I was just like, I don't understand. Wasn't That was always on their album cover. Always. <laughs> always. But that shows how ignorant they are. We don't need no education. Dun, 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 dun. Truer words are never spoken. Right? <laughs> anyway. No, yeah. I've, I tried to stay off social media. I still kind of am, you know, I just like, I've got friends there, but uh, uh-huh. I'm just like, I don't care. And I love, yeah. I love the people. I just don't care for what I'm seeing. Right. So yeah. I might really shoved in your eyes. Yeah. So if I want to know what my friends are up to, I might just go search their name and just go. look a few like, tweets. talk to them. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> what? That's a novel idea. I know. I just, you know, fucking social media. I'm just kind of over it. I, I, I think I'm hitting that that wall myself. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I so. don't know if I would even have social media anymore if it wasn't for certain little details. I think if anything... I could guarantee I wouldn't. Yeah. Especially out of the ones that I've already deleted. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see me easily deleting, like, what the last couple that I even do have because I barely look on the one anyway for sure i never go on instagram well see like facebook <laughs> i don't know if i would even if if i want to get rid of it so bad do it but the problem is is that a lot of the people i talk to friends and whatnot is through facebook messenger but now i don't go browsing on it oh all that yeah, often messenger can be downloaded separately but which uh, per, I do, I do have the Messenger app, and I do hide the Facebook app. You know, so I have the icon for the Messenger app, so I can have access to that because I know that's where I'm chatting with people. But I don't actively have the Facebook app. Like, hey, you remember? Look, here's the yeah. icon. Click that it. Comes pre-installed on every phone these yeah. days. Yeah, I just yeah. I put it away somewhere so it's not there tempting me to open it. And the only reason I do go on it on occasion is if there's a picture of my granddaughter and I get to see her little smiles and that's what yeah, I want to see. I think you could convince your children to send you those pictures directly. Perhaps, yeah. I think I that's a, a valid. <laughs> I, you know, I do get uh, videos every now and again. That I'm always going to be devil's advocate with this. I'm always going to try to convince you to delete it. It feels great. I just feel like as long as I, I'm not actively on it, and just away from it, it's still okay. Like it can just be there, and I'm just not paying attention to it. And that's what that's I've been what trying I did to for do. Like three years. Yeah, I couldn't remember the last time I even bothered to log in. Like I knew it was there, but as many times as my data got stolen and sold, 
I'm sure the damage is already done, but I was just like, you know what? Let's try to mitigate it moving forward, even though I truly believe they don't ever truly delete you from their system. No, hell no. Hell no. I don't think they ever really give you that power. Mm -hmm. So uh, just to transition, because the hell with social media, no one cares. I wanted to talk about a few things that because we've been gone. For a we while. Been. And I wanted to bring up a few things that uh, I've, I've watched and, and wanted to yeah. chat about. I'm probably forgetting a lot because it has been a month. I did try to take some notes. So like when you're like, what are you playing? I'm like, yeah. I have an answer. <laughs> I've actually got, <laughs> I've got uh, two answers for that, but uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. So, yeah. hmm. What do I want to talk about first? All right. Yep. Uh, well, one, you said we weren't yet. No, one, we're not going to talk about yet. And we'll and get it's to that later. killing me, guys. I know. The only person I know I can chat with about. And he withholds the information for the pod. I'm just saying. It's called content. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you watched it yet or have even attempted Probably to give not. it a, a, a try. But Velma. No. no. I've seen the hubaloo, mm-hmm. Um, But I haven't. No. no. So. I, my wife is a huge Scooby-Doo fan and okay. I don't have, I don't have that connection. You know, like I, I did watch it uh, growing up. There was like, it would play early mornings when I was waiting for the bus and I would just, it was on. It's mm-hmm. like, eh, I'll watch a little bit of it, but it was just, I never connected to it for whatever reason. It just never. Yeah. Like I was aware it was around too, but I yeah. don't recall being like a fan purchasing things right. to see it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I don't hate it, but I'm not just like, oh my God, Scooby Doo. Right. Like I just, I, I can take it or leave it. doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me. So I wanted to give this a shot, open-minded, because I, I was not one of these people, obviously, that was mad that. Velma is now a, a woman of color, or that Shaggy is a woman oh, of color. Oh, you know what? I didn't even notice that. I didn't venture. I saw some people hubbalooing about it, and I didn't click on it. I didn't. Uh, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's Mindy Kaling. This is her. Like she created oh, the show. She's great though. She created the show. She's the voice okay. of Velma. The cast mm-hmm. is fantastic. We got Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny. He's doing Fred. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sam Worthington. He was in. Um, Veep, he was in that uh, Werewolves Within movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's playing Shaggy. And I cannot for the life of me remember who's playing Daphne. That makes me a terrible person, Let's I'm sure. See. I'll ask the big machine in front of me. Now, I, I bring this up because I'm just, I was curious. I wanted to get feelers from everybody because this is kind of taking that, that uh, Harley Quinn route where they are trying to make it. Uh, a more adult-themed, adult-oriented with oh, these characters. Yes, it's fully R-rated. So, Oh, so it's the movie, not uh, a show. Uh, no, it's a show. But they, they went R-rated with it where it's uh, okay. blood, gory, like a true horror mystery. Wow, interesting. Okay, well, now I kind of want to watch it. I mean, I watched I it. I never really figured out what it was about, but I didn't, like I said, I never went searching. I've watched the... Jane fir- Lynch? Yeah, like Jane Lynch, she's in there. Uh, Wanda Sykes. Fred, uh, uh, what, oh, damn, what's Melissa his name? Melissa Fumero, I love her too. Frank okay, Welker. This has got a great, yeah. The guy who, who cast. voiced Weird Fred. Al, wait. Weird Al, isn't it? To my knowledge. You guys, why have I not been watching this? So, Nicole Byer, I love her. So I wanted, Sorry. I wanted to kind of <laughs> talk about it briefly because I did watch it and I still... 
still felt like I had that. And it wasn't because of all the, because there's tons of this. It's getting torn apart by critics and whomever or fans and just people bitching and complaining. But to me, it wasn't that. I felt like it was still just the characters, you know, and and just everything about it. It's just like, okay, but you did it and you turned it R-rated, but I don't have any different love or hate for it than I did before. I still feel Mm, about the the universe in which it you know okay so it created i i recommend at least checking out the first two and kind of getting a a vibe for it and if you want to watch more i we i'd still wouldn't mind going further but i just oh you hadn't finished it no maybe it's not all out no it's actually drop weekly which i appreciate yeah they do the weekly they just did two episodes up front and then you'll get i think episode three is out now but i just haven't been so it like just came out yeah so it's just you know for me for me but for for no other reason than i just don't have those connections with those characters doesn't hit any nostalgia feels yeah like i i appreciated some of the jokes that i saw like some little throwbacks and i was like ah that's cool ah that's cool Mm -hmm. but Eh. okay but i would love to hear other people's opinions valid opinions that are about why it doesn't click for you or maybe why it does i don't know yeah, I would be going into it just strictly for the medium that's in front of my eyeballs. Because yeah. like, like you, I don't really have any attachments to it as a child. I remember it being on. I remember mm-hmm. seeing it. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't remember it going any further than that, though. And, me acknowledging its existence. And one complaint that I've heard that makes zero sense when you think about it. But again, people are just going to be like, well, what about this other show? I think people just look for reasons to be mad, honestly. The show doesn't contain Scooby-Doo. This is pre-Scooby. Oh, that's kind of interesting. So, But that pisses people off because they're like, what about a pup named Scooby-Doo? Huh? He's like, yeah, well, that's a different show. So this, this has show's nothing. about Velma. Yeah, so don't worry about it. This is something completely different. Just chill out. <laughs> uh, the article I'm reading does say we are contractually obliged to inform you that Scooby-Doo the dog will not appear in Velma. <laughs> very end and you know just if you don't like it don't watch it no one's forcing you to put this in your eyeballs ruin my childhood (laughs) just don't watch it but what i did watch and i did enjoy and i'm hoping you did too oh no i probably did it i haven't really watched tv well this came out this past weekend so if you haven't watched anything new uh that 90s show no on netflix I liked 70s show, but I didn't go as crazy as everyone did. Okay, fair enough. Like, it was fine. I, it was fine. Yeah. But I've seen it up there. Mm-hmm. and I've. Eh. I would recommend it if you have some sort of, like, if you liked the old show in any way. Not the to 70s say. 70s show, not the 80s show. No. That was very brief. <laughs> also starring Glenn Howerton, who I mentioned before from Always Sunny. Seriously, that An was eighty show or nineties. Yes, he was. He was the uh, the star of that God, eighty show before he hit. I don't know if I bothered to really watch it. No one I remembers it. Were, no one, <laughs> well, it was. Uh, did it even make a full season? No. Uh, 
Not a full season. I think it was maybe like, like they might have shot a full season. I just don't know that a full season ever aired. No, I think it was that that thirteen episode run, and then maybe. if it got because it had up, no connection to the original show as far as characters, right? I think there was a very thin thread that one of the characters was Eric's cousin, but they didn't oh, quite really go into great detail. To keep it Corbin family, but yeah, just yeah, a right. very very loose connection this yeah. is like has saying red and has red and kitty at least yeah exactly I so saw. this is taking place 20 years later so now it's the 90s red and kitty are, are living their best lives in retirement and then okay. of course when their granddaughter leia when you know it because eric's kids star wars eric's or yeah um... eric's eric's kid so okay. their granddaughter leia comes to visit for, I think it was just supposed to be for the weekend. And then she decides after a big fight with Eric that she's going to stay for the entire summer because she's having so much fun with the local kids and whatnot. And it's kind of her having that same experience that her dad and her mom had, you know, being down in the basement with her grandparents. And then just, are they still smoking? Oh yeah. When they, when they found the stash, because I think they found one of Hyde's old. They found the stash from the seventies. It was in one of the boxes, you know, I guarantee you that shit ain't gonna work. (laughs) Well, it seemed to work for them. All right. But for me, I was so happy to see that red and kitty were still prominent characters. They weren't just like the setup for, uh, the kids yeah. to have a place to stay, and then they just got sidelined. They are they are very prominent characters, and they are, in my opinion, no offense to the kids, but they are the best part of the show. Sure, because they roll right back into those roles, being those characters, and even maybe just a little bit spicier, maybe not even as spicy, because I felt like Kitty's got more of an edge on her. Where well, twenty more years of drinking now. Sure. Boop. <laughs> And not to say that Red is mellowed, but you can see where he's mellowed a little. Like, for his, for example, his granddaughter, obviously, uh-huh. you see that softer side of him, like a granddad would be. He's tough on his kid, but the grandkid is like, ah, you're all right. And she does, yeah. you know, make mistakes, and he calls her out on it, but he's still a loving pop. And, mm-hmm. of course, when the stupid kids come around, <laughs> that's where we get all Red. And that's what I love, you know? So, yeah. It, I I highly recommend it if you have right, if you maybe I'll check it out if yeah. you love those ten episodes uh, it's a breeze you can oh they drop the whole thing and yeah. it's only ten it's right. Netflix half what do you hour? expect oh true yeah. half hour okay. yeah half hour yeah. I think the first episode is probably the longest episode at thirty minutes but from Ooh. there they all get you know okay. trimmed down to maybe That's like manageable. the the twenty twenty two minute mm-hmm. range or whatever. So okay. recommend it, especially if you're a fan of that series. I mm-hmm. guess you could go in blind if you weren't familiar with it, but I feel like it helps. You know what I mean? You wouldn't hit the same yeah. without having the memories of the prior lives that were lived in that room. I mean, yeah. you don't need it, but it adds an extra layer, you sure. know, because now yeah. you're seeing these characters from a, a where they are now, or at least some of them, because not all the characters make a return, but there are a lot of cameos. Well, some of them may not be allowed to. Uh, at least one. <laughs> yeah, I, I will but to s- my understanding, anyway. So, yeah, let me let me go ahead and break that down real quick. I won't go into great details, but if you see a, a headline that says why Danny Masterson was not back in that 90s show, don't click it. 
or why they explained it, just don't click it because it's going to be a BS explanation. He's not in the show. Ooh, who wrote the article? There, there are so many out there. I, well, I mean, I'm actually very familiar with the situation because I watch LawTube, and so some of it's been covered on there. Well, <laughs> on YouTube, they call themselves LawTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen some of the the, the stuff. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. they they just they were trying to clickbait, and I saw it. I read right through those lines, and I didn't touch it. But my wife, on the other hand, she did. Minutes? She fell for it. Where it was just like the way that '90s show explains Hyde uh, Hyde's absence, and I does it need to though? No, it doesn't. But here's the thing. They don't mention him at all. Why? Because there's no reason. None of the characters are connected to him. There's no reason to bring him up. So don't click the article because nothing was explained. He's just absent. Period. Okay. Yeah. Period. Because I was thinking, like, unless he had kids or something that would be around. But why would I mean, you? It's very easy to write that out. But why would you even write that in if you know the character cannot come back? Sure, I'm just saying it would like I don't even know if you would have needed to had no he not turned out the way he did. Yep. So um, don't worry about it. Don't allegedly. click on any articles about him in that show because he's not in it. He's not mentioned. It's. Mm-mm. He's Done. got his own life. He's got to work out here, guys. So yeah. Other than that, it's fine. And there are cameos for from most of the original cast. Leo, oh, okay. Tommy Chong being the highlight oh, for good. me. Yeah. Good. Hey, man. What's yeah. going on, man? He's so great. <clears throat> I love him so much. Uh, finally, I wanted to ask if you saw this little gem. Uh, it just hit Peacock. You're probably going to have to start giving me a heads up I'm, each week so I can start watching some TV. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Well, this was a movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Did you see or have you had a chance to see Violent Night with David Harbour? No. Do you know what it is about? I do not. Okay. So picture this. What if Santa Claus had to save a family from... Uh, I guess Wait, thieves. Is it? Does it have the dude from um, um, Stranger Things? Yes, David Harbour. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Then maybe I have seen um, the trailer. trailer. Okay, go ahead. It came on, or they dropped it on Peacock this past weekend, and holy shit, that is a fun movie. Yeah. Okay. Because the I think the thing that I wasn't sure about because when you see the trailer, it does kind of give you like there's going to be a fun vibe to it, but you're not really sure because. I think right. the one other thing that they're kind of throwing out there is, that, you know, it's going to be violent. It's going to be gritty. It's like, blah. But it's not. Like, yeah. even the, they keep the the atmosphere very bubbly and lively, despite everything going on. Like, even the music Ooh. sounds like these, like Home Alone music. Like, John Williams. Dun, 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 dun. Like, it's just all Ooh, bright and bubbly. sounds right up my alley, then. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit. I just love everything they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. because... It never goes too dark or too serious. It's just uh, why, like a uh, what just if situation. Good time. Yeah, yeah, like what if Santa Claus just happened to be in this house? It was being robbed, and he got stuck. And now, what is he going to do? <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's just it's a it's an insane what if scenario, and of course, him being Santa, like the real Santa. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Like, how are you going to yeah. get out of this? And you think there would be like the all magic. these magic. You think, but there's only like a limited amount of magic. It's not like he's oh, okay. whipping so out spells and that. things like that. He's got his magic bag and he's got his reindeer and all that. But there are just other things about him that like he's not invincible. Just 
just a dude. Yeah, he's ju- he's just a dude. Just a dude who can travel super fast. So, highly recommend it. I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. Uh, okay, yeah, from what you've said, um, I think that <clears> would definitely be something I would enjoy. Is it super long? Uh, It does kind of reach the two-hour mark, but I wouldn't say that it ever lagged at any point. It okay. never felt like there was like, uh... You yeah. know, one of those movies. It felt like everything was it's rolling. It's been a while on. since I've watched anything. I haven't fast forwarded through a little bit. Understood. Yeah. Okay. Understood. <laughs> Friggin' hubris in your directors. But it's everything about it is nothing felt unnecessary. I felt like all the story beats played out mm-hmm. and and went on their way. So it kept moving. Yeah, it kept moving. Okay. A lot of fun. Highly recommend it. And okay. Violent night. Better if if you've got. Even oh, even wait, you said it's on Peacock though. It is on Peacock, but you could probably rent it on some other platform yeah, or whatever if you need to. But um, I don't know. It was just it was a it was a hell of a good time, and I, okay. I highly recommend it. Interesting. So, what have you been playing in this past month? I did pretty good. Okay, I did pretty good. Uh, the the when we first went on break, I started playing Wastelands Three. Which is kind of like if, uh, you know, XCOM and Dragon Age Origin and all that kind of had a baby. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So mm. it was just a very story-heavy RPG. Um, with, But, I mean, I got to fight a robot Reagan. I mean, Ooh, that he was... was the god Please tell me one area <laughs> that we came across in the Wastelands. Please tell me they gave him a voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it was like a huge robot Reagan, and he was running this town or whatever, you know, that I that I came across. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, you get to choose whether you're going to, you know, help or hinder. There's quite a few different ways that you could veer off through different story beats and stuff when you're when you're coming across it. But I also got to uh, sleep with a robot hooker. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. My character thoroughly and had a good time. Um, when I was offered that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to see what that does. What so, kind of perks do I get or benefits or, you know. So your character's a robosexual? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, my character won't turn down nothing. We're, all we're, right. we're love for all. Love for all. Um, so, yeah, there were some very funny, quirky, little, insane moments. And if you like, you know... Uh, I guess it is kind of turn-based strategy where, like, your team gets to do all of their moves until it's exhausted, and then the next side will do the same thing back and forth, kind of like how you do with XCOM. Mm-hmm. Um, and so thoroughly enjoyed that and went through it. I think I got it in a humble bundle and finally went, yes, I've been wanting to play it anyway. Uh, backlog is always long, so yeah. mm-hmm. I got time now to get through it. Um, I started Terracotta by Abnormals because that came out while we nice. were on break. I don't think I was in the headspace for puzzles yet, though. Abnormals is serious. Oh, yeah. Puzzles. Um, So first sign of uh, stress. I kind of doped out for a minute. I love you guys. I'll come back to it. I promise. (laughs) But um, I I already know you mean business when it comes to puzzles. So I have to be in the right frame of mind. Applause for them for doing so and not not trying to to wimp out on a puzzle just for the sake of the players. Give them a good one. Make you True. work for it. Although we still have to fight about that brick puzzle. And they know. <laughs> that was a mess. That is true. That was a mess. I, I appreciate it. I love it. But none of us knew what you were doing. None of us knew. And uh, But I love you. Don't hate me. 
they're a great indie team and you need to go check them out because i'm still waiting for frank and drake mm-hmm. to drop the uh, so um but what's really been consuming my time um is i finally started persona 5 royal Ooh. there you go Dave. i won't say royale anymore even though it's fun um but it was persona 5 royal and i think i might be almost done it's like the game never ends so i'm like it feels like as soon as i think we're done then the whole other new thing started i knew they had added stuff with royal Mm -hmm. and i played persona 5 on the playstation i think i got about 30 35 hours in on that one and for whatever reason stopped probably just being on the console having to share that tv all that kind of stuff it's just I don't go back to it nearly as often. So with that in mind, I didn't remember enough of Persona 5 to know what new things would have necessarily been added in throughout. I realized that the very last semester is all new. Yeah. So I know I have gotten past what the original ending would have been had it not been for Royal. So I knew there was a whole other semester and stuff coming up. And I have to tell you, I don't think we needed it. (laughs) I know this is going to sound rude and you're like, but more content, more everything. And I get that. But I've been at it for 138 hours. There was no need for all this. You know, I'm for one impressed. I'm even hanging it out for a game that long. So Persona must have just found the exact formula that tickles my brain for the one game that can go past like 20 hours and keep my interest between the role playing elements and the combat just tickles the right, right little parts of my brain for me. But there we could have edited some stuff for sure. sure. Um, and I could have done without the little platforming sections they Mm. kind of threw in from time to time because I'm not a fan of you just taking over my camera and I can't see jack all you know when you get in a corner and there is a couple of puzzles that I'll say that maybe it was either due to me just not wanting a puzzle or having already had a long session and getting frustrated wanting to move on that didn't need those either that is where I have to run over here and turn on this light and run over there and turn on that light to open this thing and then go over there. Oh, that's the wrong light. It doesn't have the right colors. You got it. Oh, I was so over it. I was like, really? 140 hour game. And you're going to throw something like this in here? Like, screw off. I skipped it. <laughs> it was the first time I just said, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm not getting that seed, I guess, that will seed. I am not I'm done. Sure. Let's move on, Persona. So I'm on January. 29th which if you haven't played persona it's very much live or die by the calendar okay so like you you start in april and then each day when you're doing a thing time passes and so you're very much limited to that time that time frame so Mm -hmm. you can slack and not reach things by a deadline and then have to start over which is (sighs) thankfully i haven't had to do <laughs> because <laughs> this is the first time I've ever had to do this too. And I know it sounds like I'm just complaining about it, but clearly I'm hanging in there. So I really want to finish it because I do really enjoy the game, but I did have to laugh hilariously. I think Thursday night I was like, I think I'm about done with the original ending ish. I'll just finish that up. And I think I started it at like eight o'clock at night at 1130. I had to hard shut down the game because it would not let me out of all of the cutscenes. Oh no. 
I was getting I, persona. You've got to give us breaks, closer breaks. Cause like I was thinking I'll just be here an hour or so to get through this. And it would be cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene. And it would intersperse me getting to choose something <clears throat> here or there, but I was never allowed to just save and get to a stopping point. So after about that length of time, it did pop up a screen that says, we've updated the story up until this point. Would you like to save? And I'm like, yes, for the love of God, (laughs) I would like to save. I've been tired and wanting to go to bed for an hour, you know? And I swear to God, Stephen, as soon as I said yes, it goes into another cutscene, And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So I task managered the game out. I just opened task manager, closed application, shut my computer down and went to bed and prayed to all of the gaming gods that where it had saved would just let me pick up later on because Jesus H. Christ. Two hours? That's insane. You got to let me out, Persona. You can't hold me hostage. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh. So <clears throat> outside of those things. I am really I am really enjoying it though and I think I might actually almost have gotten all of the uh achievements by accident oh, by wow. just playing the game. I know of all things because I wanted to make sure I got all of my confident ranks up to 10 mm-hmm. hopefully prior to when it's cut off and you don't get that anymore and all of the extra stuff that you can do my god. My god, you get your money's worth. And I'm playing it on Game Pass. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, Jesus Christ, there's so yeah. much content. Like, And my whole plan was to be able to start Persona 3 because that finally came to PC on the 18th of January. And it's been preloaded, but I'm like, hmm. I got to get through five. Yeah. I'm probably going to want a long break. Oh, yeah. Before I'm I sure. start the next Persona, I'd, like, fill my day with a couple of, like, little tinier games that I could get through in like a weekend or something because I swear I've been at this game since December since we quit since we went on break and I'm still trying to beat it and I've got time because I don't have a life (laughs) so it's taking it's just taking a long time but I'll be happy when I get through it I beat four and I'm very happy I'm not a psycho that's going to replay it again even though I know there's different places that it could have veered off Right. Um, a couple of different endings, actually. There's some some places where I went, mm, if I chose this. So I kept going to hopefully just finish through the royal content and all that. Um, I did make a save file at those places, but honestly, as long as some of these cutscenes are, I might just look it up on YouTube. Fair enough. Just to see what it was, because even fast forwarding two hours is a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Um, and then did I play anything else? Oh, I did try Nowhere Profit, which is another deck builder, Mm -hmm. but I think that one's just too much for me. Or maybe I finally filled up on my deck builders where I've got the ones that I enjoy and I'm good now. I don't know. Um, but yeah, definitely. Hopefully by next pod, I will have the ending done. Okay. (laughs) And I can discuss it, but I really do like it. I really do like it. I just think with the game being so long that there was just certain elements that they added to extend the game that just didn't need to be. Right, right. Personally, for myself, other people might be like, this was great, you know, but I'm just, we've been at it a while. I don't need each and every day to have each character apologize to me and then I have to wait. And I've got eight characters now. So fuck, I'm going to be stuck in apologies for eight goddamn days. You know what I mean? It's just right. like, let me go do stuff. Um, so it's just certain things like that. Um, or maybe you just need to play it for an hour or two and put it down if the game will let you out. Right. So you don't get that frustration of seriously, when am I going to reach the end? 
Um, yeah, but how about you? What have you been playing? I feel like there was more that I was playing because I was trying to remember, but I only wrote down two games. I, I know wrote a sticky note, so I would remember. Oh, I forgot. Go ahead. I did play There Is No Game. I kind of oh, wanted yeah. to chat with you about that because I knew you had played it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw it on there. What a fun little time. Isn't it? It was really great. My biggest complaint would be the shaky screen that you just couldn't turn off. Mm-hmm. Because once those moments would happen, it would just stay chaotic like that. So I get what they were going for, but it, it was just really rough on my eyeballs how often they wanted to use that shaky screen for the effect. But how fun! Yeah. And to turn it to a little FMV sequence basically at the end, I'm like, this is really cute. Um, yeah, I recommend it. I think yeah. you could find it for like five bucks or something. It's mm-hmm. just what... No replay value in it for me anyway. Like once I've known the story, I know it. But it is a cute little indie game uh, to play through. And I knew you liked it. So yeah. I wanted to I wanted to chat about that, that I that I did play it while we were on break. And it was really cute. I enjoyed mm. it. Had a good time. Yeah, I highly recommend that one as well. Uh, I know I played uh, the Terror of the Hemosaurus for a little while. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just trying to finish up on stuff like that and the story and whatnot. But then I went and tried to find something new. And I was like, all right, well, what do I want to play? And of course, this was as Christmas was starting that, and I had time. So I thought, let me let me get into something, you know, deep. So I went mm-hmm. through the PlayStation Plus catalog and I was like, what do I want to play? What could mm-hmm. I get into? Now, I first started with Earth Defense Force Iron Rain. Now, I'd played one of the previous entries in this game. I I know I played it with an old friend of ours, Gabriel. I was going to say, we all, yeah, I don't know if you, I played with him too. He was very much wanting all of us to play that game. Yeah, he was a huge fan of that. Uh, Yeah, it is fun. It is. I mean, it's chaotic and and crazy, but it's a lot of fun. So I thought I'd give it a go because I'd seen it on there and I thought, well, it's just kind of tap in for a minute and see what it's like played a few uh stages of that it's fun but i was kind of holding playing that temporarily until i could find my next you know adventure and i settled on death stranding and oh yeah 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 boy you talk about taking your time and this Mm -hmm. consumed my time and even now as i'm trying to continue the story I have this problem in my head where I can't do things half-assed, okay? So if you've never played the game, I'm going to say in a nutshell, and it's I'm, I'm glad that I did too because l- looking at videos and seeing how it plays and you have this preconceived notion of how it's going to go, and I'm just like, I don't want to deal with that. And that's just how I felt about it at first. But then actually playing it, and actually seeing how it plays, mm-hmm. my my conceptions change wholeheartedly. Now, it's still Kojima, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so you expect yeah. those little quirks. Talking about cutscenes, yeah, I encountered those two where it's like, oh, we're going to do this for about 30 minutes. Okay. So, and I'm like, I'm the audience for it, but I need a, hmm. I need a way to escape and not be punished to having to watch the whole thing again. Right. I just... Now, they, I mean, you can pause it or you can walk away from it here, obviously, but there would be moments where I was set, like I was going to something and I thought, all right, well, I'll take care of this and I should be good for the night. And then cutscenes, and I was like, ah, okay. So I'd have to wait on that, but still not bad, not 
to that level where it was an hour of cutscenes, but there right. would be I mean, these I extended. I could pause and stuff, but dear God, if I wanted to shut it down, I was going to have to start all the way at the back where the first save file was. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I first, they, they kind of get you acquainted with every little thing, just slowly but surely trying to understand you are a delivery boy. Right. That is what this game is. You are you, uh, the base core of it. You are a delivery, delivery boy mail, right? delivering packages. This is what okay. you were going to be doing most of the time. And mm-hmm. I can't not do that job half-assed. So if they say you I have to get that. there in pristine condition, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. If they say, and I even looked at it <laughs> through a, a proper delivery boy lens. Like when I finally got the, you can get vehicles, you start off on foot, but then you can get bikes, you can get trucks. As soon as I got the biggest fucking truck you could get and can hold so much, oh my God, it changed everything because then I was like, all right, I'm going to drive here. I've got to make this stop here. Now I'm going to pick up a few orders here that are going in that direction. And I'm going to make those deliveries on the way. Yeah. And I would just load the truck up with deliveries and I would keep getting these messages like, man, look at all this stuff. And it was like... It's how, I do, it's how I roll, man. How I roll, man. Because I'm yeah, not. But are you gonna get attacked if people want to steal your stuff? You can get attacked, but I'm I'm very I, I'm trying to stay one step ahead of. I have made mistakes. Case in point. <laughs> so I was unaware of the combat system in this game. Now I at first you you're kind of in this small little area. So the first uh, section of the game. It's a, I mean, it seems kind of big, you know, in comparison, but when you compare it to the second area of the game, it's it's a, a blip on the radar. So you have a, a few stops you can go to from one end of the map to the other. It'd probably take you about 10 minutes to go from one end to the other. It sounds... Real time? Yeah. Ballpark. I, I mean, and I might be over or underestimating, but it doesn't feel like it would take that long to go from point A to point B. You know, mm-hmm. from this place to that place. And that's essentially your entire map and everything in between. Now, you encounter these beings called BTs, which are like the souls of the dead just kind of lurking about. They only kind of uh, habitate these certain areas. Uh, usually where there's rain, that's where you'll encounter them. There's, it's, again, a Kojima story. I don't want to go into details because we'll be here all day. Right, yeah. So just understand they are a threat that you have to encounter can't really kill but you can and so rather better off avoiding them if you can but you do have ways to attack or get rid of them if need be okay. now that was the first thing i saw and i thought all right well i'm just going to do everything i can to avoid them because i did not have the means in which to really fight them at the time then they told me about these groups that are terrorist if you will in the area called mules and they like to steal your stuff so if you encounter them, they're going to come at you with weapons and they're going to try to steal your stuff and, you know, render you incapacitated, possibly kill you if that's possible. But there's, again, more details. I can't even begin to start explaining <laughs> because it's a Kojima game. Right. So I didn't understand the they said, you know, try to be use nonviolent methods. They give you weapons or, or tools in which to incapacitate the mules. So you can get by them without killing them. And I thought, oh, okay, so we're doing nonviolence. Fair enough. Great. I'm all for it. Took no problem. 
took care of the, the mules, and I thought, okay, so we're not going to kill people, because if you kill people, it causes a problem. Killing people or death in this game is almost like setting off an atomic bomb. Again, greater details, I'll explain as we go. I thought this is how the game worked. So, one time, I was riding my bike through this valley where mules frequent, and one was out there, their alarms went off, they they found me, they're running after me, and I'm riding my bike, and the mule's coming at me, I rear up my tires, and I clip him with the tire, and he goes flying back, and he falls, and I was like, woo, he got knocked out, I thought, that was badass, I'm a badass, yeah, (laughs) and I kept going. Another situation, very, very same thing. Going through that valley, here comes a mule. I was like, all right, buddy, I did it once before, but do it again, baby. Reared up my wheels and I clipped him, but I guess I clipped him the wrong way. And his neck snapped and he went down and I got messages and they're just like, dude, you killed somebody. What are you doing? If that's what you want to do, that's your business, but you got a mess to clean up. I'm like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And it's like, if you don't get rid of him now, he's going to explode and there's going to be a crater right where he's sitting. I'm like, I... Don't know what I did. I went into full panic Where mode. are you going to put him that's not going to place a crater, by the way? There's an incinerator up a mountain. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was like, now, where are you supposed to put him? What makes this worse is they want you to carry this body on your back. If you have anything on your back, guess where it goes? On the ground. So if you don't what? have a way to carry this extra stuff because it's a body, you have to have room for a body on your back oh so if you have lots of boxes yeah if you have stuff that you got to deliver if you don't have a a place to put it like on your bike you're gonna have to leave it behind and i was like "Eh." i was leaving all this stuff i was like i don't know what to do but there's gonna be a bomb i'm gonna die this thing's gonna oh my god so i I didn't know what to do and they're like you got to get it to the incinerator i was like where's that (laughs) and they're like follow this path of course it's not an easy path it's fraught with danger there's and I was like, oh, my God. That was a nightmare. Absolute okay. nightmare. And I thought, I'll never kill another soul again. <laughs> that was an accident. However, I did. Oh, no. By accident. Because. Okay. These people need to be quit being so frail. What happened? And this was, again, I don't consider it my fault. Okay. Because when I got into the next area, they give you a highway system. Okay. So you can build a highway. that go. And I'm talking this map is huge okay mm-hmm. mountain areas valleys lakes craters canyons it's just like oh my god so there's this intricate highway system you can build which i did finally it took forever because every time i thought i was done it just kept going i was like please god <laughs> i know those feels there's got to be a connection <laughs> point somewhere but no what they did is they were like now nah, we're gonna loop it up here and then we're gonna come back down it's like just yeah. please just let me finish this fucking road <laughs> throw him over hope hope for the best but I was trying, like, I had started this highway system. I hadn't, you know, this was very early on. And there was a mule camp nearby, but it was out in the field. So you actually had to actively go out that way. Now, the road would go over kind of nearby so they could kind of detect you with their sensors or whatnot. But I felt like it was like, eh, they're not going to get me because I'm up here. Because the road kind of goes over the field. So it was like, eh, it's no, no big deal. So I was leaving one of these facilities with a with a delivery and I'm plowing right out there with my, my vehicle and one of these idiots is standing on the highway 
Don't even see him until I come right up on him and I flatten him. And I was like, oh, shit. And they were just like, you killed somebody again. Get him to the incinerator. I'm like, I have just gotten here. I don't know where that is. (laughs) And the the highway will take you to the incinerator. Uh But again, I just got here. I don't have a road to the incinerator. Oh, God. Did you have to take it all the way back to the other one? No, I had to make it to that incinerator. I just oh. had to travel the worst possible way. How long do you get? You, I mean, they. I don't really recall a timer, but they they say you're on a timer. I don't know what how long it takes. Oh. I've not had it happen to me yet, but okay. I guess it could. Yeah, I'm just it's, wondering how, how much chaos they... I don't know. Feel. Like, what pressure are you under I've, seeing a clock tick or hearing a ticking sound from it to about to go off or something? I don't know. Yeah, I would I would probably assume that that might cause a game over, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, that could kill you if you were near it. Yes, I would yeah. imagine. Because that would make for... A, like, if it, they would allow it to happen, it would be interesting on one hand, but at the same time, I don't know if I would want to be responsible for destroying part of a, just... an area. <laughs> Wondering it, yeah, just walk away and um, yeah, see what happens. I'm not taking this to the incinerator. I'm going to keep growing. So thanks for the uh, advice, guys. Yeah, I'll be seeing you. Let's see what happens when I do nothing. But the the entire game is just is deliveries upon deliveries. There's a great story. I'll give it that. I feel like I'm I'm more invested in this story than I was something like Metal Gear Solid. Nice and. I'm interested in it. I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of the the, the ways they, um, I don't know, just just the details, the the minor little things, the upgrades to weapons and stuff, and trying to figure out what works best for you. I'm mm-hmm. really not liking the area I'm in right now because I'm having to traverse mountains, yeah. snowy, deep, just horrible mountains and i've tried to set up a they they have other devices outside of the vehicles called zip lines that you can set up a a kind of network of zip lines to get you from point a to point b and i've tried to set something up within the mountains so i don't have to drive in the mountains because trying to get a big truck up a snowy hill (laughs) yeah yeah, you know how much you the physics in this game are on point. I was because gonna say you, if it's real, oh yeah, yeah it's gonna you, take a minute. You're sitting there, if and you even do. You hit something, you get snow on your tires, and then suddenly you're you're back into sliding. You're just like, just please, just turn. And the next thing you know, you're rolling back down there. It's like I just want to go off the hill. They give you any wheel chains? No, no. Damn. But I, I wish to God that the trucks had more like better tread on their tires. But they're probably meant to be designed that way so you can't because the bikes they do better like i feel like they have the tread they can get up the hills but probably not as much weight to yeah yeah Yeah. because i usually load my truck up and the worst part is is that they keep they keep with the zip lines you can load up your back and still Mm kind of carry that through but you have a limit on how much weight you can carry sure (laughs) and Sometimes you'll get these orders, like I've got one right now I've yet to fulfill because they're just like, hey, we need to get these medical supplies about a thousand kilograms, which I'm going to need the truck for, up this mountain to a guy who lives at the top of the mountain. I'm like, bitches, there's no road up to that mountain. And you, so I'm going to have to get a helicopter. I have to take the truck. You know, yes, I wish there was a helicopter, but I have to take the truck. I love that you said it's medical supplies and you're like, well, 
I get around to it. <laughs> and I hate that. I hate that. But I know what it's going to take. I know what's right. going to happen because there, it's BT territory right through there at the bottom of that hill or the bottom of the mountain. And I know I'm going to have to deal with it and I don't want to deal with it because when they get their hands on you, ugh, mm-hmm. it's nightmarish. But I could go on for, for hours about talking about this game because there's just so many little details. The The yeah. BB itself is yeah. uh, it's a cute little fella. Sure. You know, you get attached to it and stuff like, like that. Baby. The same. Yeah. yeah. So that was what made me not want to play the game. What the BB? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh. As soon as I saw them having to comfort it when he jumped off a ledge too far, I was like, I'm not taking care of a baby. Okay. But it, we're talking like you just do like this and then yeah. it's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. You just don't stress it out. Okay. okay that's all you got to do. I like to jump off of everything. I'm like, nope. I, I I do too, and you know I learned I'm gonna have to not do that anymore because I I've got a child and yeah I, I've got to like make all sh- the time you got to take it just shut up no you're not supposed to shake it either though yeah well you, you just gently rock it just gently rock it he says and he won't he he doesn't make a lot of ruckus he laughs most of the time at least with me you know give him a fun time riding on the bikes he likes to ride he okay. likes to run oh does he yeah in the little. In the little tube. Yeah. He just when you're sitting there sprinting, he's just giggling his little ass off. He thinks it's the funnest thing ever. But you just can't stress him out. Okay. Okay. Don't put him in stressful situations and you won't have to deal with a crying baby. (laughs) I.e., did we listen to the rest of his conversation about the game? Just don't stress it out. We're going up hills, we're sliding everywhere. I'm accidentally killing things that are gonna create giant craters in the world. Mm. Yeah, just don't stress it out. Just don't stress it out. He only seems stressed around the uh, the the one things the the, B, the BTS, yeah. Uh, but you know, just don't stress it out, man. Just like a kid, just don't stress it out. <laughs> just don't stress it out. Like we know what everyone's limits are. But I'll probably be talking about this game for the next few weeks because I'm mm-hmm. trying to get through it. I'm narratively maybe halfway, and okay. I've been playing it for weeks, almost a month. I know that feeling. Yeah. But you know, there's just so much to it, and I can't not play it the way that I'm playing it because there's deliveries to be made and that's mm-hmm. my job and I have to make that. these deliveries and then if I make them well enough and I get these people like me I get a star and I want that star yeah you do so it goes up forever man I just I got I needs as a delivery boy <laughs> I need to be uh, adorned one. with yes yeah. I'm the great deliverer right now that is my yeah. title yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to keep that title. And I gave it. Okay. Uh, do you have any news? I you, have. I have some news. Well, do we have a headliner? Let's go. There. Yes. Yes, we do. We okay. we have this headliner I've been hanging on to since last year. <laughs> okay. Because I was just looking at the time, so I was going to like do some like on the fly editing here, so we didn't have a three hour show. So hi, welcome hi. back, siblings. <laughs> you know how here it goes. Are. You know, it's already an hour in. <clears throat> Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with some kind of good news. I know we mentioned it a little bit in discord, like rip stadia, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I guess we finally had its official horribly sad day of its closing. Um, um, but have you got that? You had the controller, right? Yes. Because I saw that they unlocked the Bluetooth capabilities, so now you can just oh. use it as a controller. Awesome. All right. So at well. least there's some things I feel that they're doing to... I saw refunds going out, especially for hardware and things like that. And then I saw that, that they had unlocked the Bluetooth uh, functions on the controller, so now you can just use it as a controller for anything. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat. I'll have to um, 
I don't never use the controller. I don't know how good it is. I've seen decent reviews on it mm-hmm. being a good controller. I mean, I didn't uh, have a problem with it, and I guess I could use it for something. Yeah, <laughs> if you still now. have it, that's what I was reading in Forbes anyway, is that you were they, they unlocked it, and you can now just use it as a controller for whatever has Bluetooth. Cool. I wonder yeah, how that... So, so uh, I guess my question is, what do I have to do to unlock it? Like, do I have to... I don't know. Maybe just check it because I the way they made it sound like they're the ones who had to unlock the actual Bluetooth capabilities on it. So mm. I would imagine if you just do the search function, you know, with Bluetooth to see what um, has Bluetooth, it should show up as a connectable device. Okay. All right, cool. And then if it doesn't, I don't know, maybe you got a refund and it doesn't matter and now it's a paperweight. Because I know they were refunding a lot of the hardware. Well, I don't remember. Know necessarily about all the games and stuff. But. Remember, I didn't pay a dime. So they're not oh, refunding right. me you shit. Oh, that's right. for free. So <laughs> regardless for you, you're good. But um, I saw some people confirming that they did get their refunds for the hardware and for like initial investments or whatever. Um, so they made good on it from good. the people that I had seen anyway. I'm sure some people slipped through the cracks and were like, no, they did no. it. But I don't, I can't, I can't catch every thing i'm sorry (laughs) but um so i think this week kind of told showed me why i we kind of stopped reporting a lot in the triple a space because it seems like they all came out very garbage and troves again and from all of them um specifically um it just seems like uh ubisoft microsoft all of them super bad week um and i'm i the thing with Microsoft, I think it, it annoys me the most with all of these layoffs mm-hmm. that they're doing. Um, you're spending how many billions of dollars trying to buy Blizzard? Yeah. And you're laying off 10,000. Like, it just, I get capitalism. They don't care. You know, the suits need to keep making their dollar. But how frustrating to see your end of year how much you're fucking making that you're in the middle of this other huge acquisition and you're laying off in place. Yeah. It's not unheard of. I mean, I, I, I know, but it still freaking drives me crazy. This is my biggest beef with this capitalism nonsense crap, man. You're saying this is job creation, but until the suit can't get their extra bonus that year, 10,000 of your jobs will be gone. But we have no problem spending billions and billions and billions to collect all of the stuff so you don't have any choices but to give me your money. I mean, I have seen firsthand, without going into great detail, but, you know, I'm sure people could piece this together. Uh, A company bought a company and uh, it wasn't immediate, but eventually some of the older employees who worked for the older company mm-hmm. were suddenly Whatever. just slowly pushed out and be like, hey, we just mm-hmm. going to offer you this little package and just mm-hmm. sorry, you know. Yeah. Mm. we got other people you, doing the same position for less now, so we're going to need you to keep on going. Thanks. And I even heard uh, one excuse was you make too much. Oh. Yep. That's okay. cutting into a suit's bottom line. I'm telling yeah. you. Like, they can afford this. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me they can't afford to have those people keep their jobs. And interestingly, too, first year that they had any game division that unionized. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just, 
Phil, Phil, look, like I know they weren't saying it's necessarily 100% all coming out of Xbox's pocket, but it kind of seems like it is. Yeah. Like I know Microsoft isn't just Xbox. Like I get that. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I'm waterboarded with their garbage every day I come into work that doesn't work properly either Microsoft for one thing quit laying off people if my teams is gonna shit my outlook is gonna shit you know you clearly you need the people there just saying Mm -hmm. if this stuff's gonna shit on me at least once a day and I have to redo all of the things for and then it's like no and then I have to redo all the things again and then it's like okay so don't tell me you need to be laying people off your shit's not working okay Anyway, games, though, uh, <laughs> there is a, he did put out an internal email um, announcing that 10,000 employees were being laid off worldwide. So they weren't saying it was supposed to be one specific place, but sure. uh, they didn't specify, of course, where the cuts were coming from. That's why I was saying like they didn't say it would be necessarily, you know, the gaming side or whatever. Regardless, though, you don't need to be laying off anybody. But mm. Bloomberg report said the cuts would impo- impact They were the ones who said it would impact the gaming division, most likely, which includes studios like Bethesda and 343 Studios, or Industries, sorry, 343 Industries, um, which is the Halo Infinite side of things. Um, uh, Patrick Wren, who is the uh, senior designer, multiplayer designer on Halo Infinite, um, confirmed that... Yeah, looks like he's getting a little pissed off, too, because it looks like it'll be coming out of their little till, um, which is just causing massive stress, of course, across all of these things. He's going to get the ball dropped. And it came, of course, um, weeks after the ZeniMax Studios voted to form the union, which is why I'm like, hmm. Hmm. You came out like, oh, if they want to unionize, it's totally fine. Yeah. Same thing with like, you know, if with this thing that happens with Blizzard, if you, if you guys want to unionize and, and we buy you, then unionize. Not saying that's a reason. Okay. I'm not saying it isn't. That's true. That's true. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I tend to unfortunately go super hyper negative when it comes to corporations making money decisions. Like I never think it's in the interest of the people. Never. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, maybe, you know, that one large corporation that is, please throw it my way. I would love to read about, you know, decent, <laughs> decent human beings. Um, so we'll see if they get any degree of protection through all of this if the layoffs happen there. Since they did already unionize, I imagine they would have to have reps in their corner. Hopefully. 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 Um, I've never well, I mean I did once, but it doesn't I didn't really count it. <laughs> but being part of the union, you know. Um, so I don't know. To me it was just I read this article and went, The fuck are you buying <laughs> Blizzard for? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um So I'm really sorry. At least one thing I've seen is it seems like the game industry really tends to rally around each other very well. Um, So hopefully they'll be able to land on their feet because it seems like I'm always seeing developers and teams constantly tweeting, throwing things out there about someone who got laid off and how talented and all this stuff and kind of help them find their place. It shouldn't have to happen. I'm just hoping that you'll land back on your feet super quick Mm -hmm. and and find something because it's just... Hate reading this shit. God, you guys, the older I get, the older I get, the more I hate capitalism. I'm supposed mm. to love it the older I get, I'm told. Eh. 
I think I got screwed in that wrong generation. <laughs> right. If I would have been born born a generation prior, I might be like, but Grr. right now, burn it all to the ground. Um, and then of course, you know, Ubisoft, you know, had a good week. Um, I'm sure, sure. you saw that uh, with Eve's. Garbo sending out a nice little email basically uh, TLDR seems to be just blaming the employees for all of the garbage sales and everything they've had the last sure. year now the ball's in your court to really pick it up um so blaming the employees for his horrible management you know you yeah know, you, know. you know covering for um, pedophiles and, and rapists and whatever other crap I they've got like on. we've not heard any movement on the Ubisoft side when that happened. At least I'd heard things about movings around in Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Whether it was good or bad or very small pieces of progress, I was at least seeing something. I haven't seen him do jack shit. No, he hasn't. He just swept it under the rug. So, yeah, apparently in a, there was a January 11th, there was an email that he had sent out uh, to the company, um, expects a 10% revenue decrease this year and a loss of over 500 million euros and asked employees work even harder and watch their spending. Yes. Um, yes. Employees at Ubisoft Paris, though, intend to strike. So on January 27th for half day to protest the remarks, um, they made some really... Good demands. I was reading through it. Um, Fortunately, someone translated it into English (laughs) so I could read what their demands were. Um, But the thing is, if if he's sending this kind of email out, do you think he's going to give two shits about any of these demands? It's just what I'm thinking. I'm not saying don't do it, and I'm not saying not protest, but he's got to go. Yeah, he really does. Because, yes, you want a four-day work week, which I agree with. Yes, you shouldn't have crunch, with uh, which I agree with. Yes, with all these layoffs and salary cuts, cuts and studio closures. Yes. But after that email, do you think he's going to be the man to do it? After all this stuff that we've been reading for years that's been happening with the employees at Ubisoft, and I've not seen a Moodle, a Moodle, a needle move once. Yeah. I, I, what do you do? Burn it to the ground, baby. That's what I'm saying. You know, with him still being CEO and sitting up there and then the audacity to send an email like that to the employees, it's like, I don't, I'm not saying don't do it because of course I feel like you should protest and state your demands and show how um, this isn't working. Yeah. Um, But it's just the more I see this stuff happen, it just seems like they just keep getting more and more control. They'll just lay you all off and, you know, cut it from the bottom down and then what really changed yeah nothing maybe i'm just being too pessimistic i just i feel like they've been mistreated for so long at ubisoft um well most places but we're specifically talking about ubisoft right now and that uh, for me to have not seen any improvements for their work balance just I, i i wish you the best i wish you the best on the 27th go protest your little heart out um I don't know. I don't know what you do anymore, you know? Yeah. (sighs) But, or you could release games for Christ's sake. They were like blaming the employees for making no money, but you keep canceling all of your games. Like if it's not Assassin's Creed or Just Dance, what are you doing? Yeah. Skull and Bones. What happened? Just that's a joke. Beyond Good and Evil 2 for Christ's sake. Yeah. I've, I've forgotten all about that because it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, 
the fans of that game, that they, they've moved on. Like it's a joke, right? Yeah, no just one a meme at this point. Just you, you literally have to remake that game just to get people to remember what the fuck it is. Because mm-hmm. it was such a underrated, unseen classic at the time yeah. that no one played, unfortunately. Yeah. But you know, what did you do to try and you know beef it back up? Did you re-release it on anything? Hardly. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything to kind of. Uh, build it up so you want people to play or be excited about this game that's Mm -hmm. 20 years overdue that no one remembers anymore there's a whole generation that doesn't know what the fuck that is right yeah Mm -hmm. well it's been in development hell i think i actually read it might be the longest game in development now I believe it. Like, to just never come out of development. So, I don't know. I saw that, you know, supposedly the Prince of Persia remake. Again, do you notice everything's the same? Remake, yeah. reuse, reduce, recycle, nothing mm. new. It's Assassin's Creed. It's uh, and, and I'm not trying to knock it. If people like those games, please enjoy those games. I want people to enjoy things. But I feel like if you played one, you've played them all. Yeah. yeah. You know how it's going to play. You know the mechanics, the story, and the character might be different. Sure. But what new has really been brought to the Assassin's Creed table? Please educate me, though, because I haven't played the newest ones, but I've watched enough. I used to play some old ones. Nothing really seems to have broken anything new. From the times, because I I have played, and I don't play them immediately. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I've got to have the new Assassin's Creed game right right now. I get them whenever I get around to them. It's just like, eh, I wouldn't mind playing that, you know, because I've kind of been in the series, but not quite in the series. Like for, sure. I I think I actually have Odyssey. I've never played it. I don't know when I, okay. I think I, I bought it. When did I buy that? I think I got it because they were doing a, spe- uh, a special sale where you could get Assassin's Creed 3 remastered along with it. And it was all in a bundle for like okay. 30 bucks. And I thought, that's a deal. A deal. So there you go. Here's here's my money because I wanted to play Assassin's Creed three again. I love that game. Mm-hmm. And then that came along with it. I just I, not that I don't want to play it. I heard great things about it, but I just didn't. There's uh, not as much motivation, probably. Yeah, you know, nothing that brand new is coming to the table that you feel like you have to dive in. But I did play. Uh, what was it? The, the Viking one, um, Valhalla. Yes, and that that. skipped Origins, that skipped uh, Odyssey, and I'm sure I would have enjoyed the story a little bit more, having known the other details to the story that were connected. But even when I got to the end of that, it didn't technically end. It was just like, well... Well, because you know more is coming. uh, Clearly, but it felt so unsatisfying. It was like, well, that's the end of today. Yeah. And I was like, so what do I do now? And I was like, next week. So right. whatever you want to do. And I was like, all yeah. right, well, I guess I beat the game. And I just yeah. put it down <laughs> and walked away. Yeah. I mean, let me know your thoughts, siblings, of course, on this. We might have uh, more people out there that really enjoy the game. Let me know if I'm wrong, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I, I just haven't seen anything so new come out in any of the newer iterations that's made me feel like I need to go check it out and see what they've added to. So... Do I run a company and know all the answers? No, but I'm sure constantly delaying your games, constantly canceling your games, and I'm sure the turmoil that you have all of your employees upended in, what kind of profit do you think you're going to turn? 
Yeah. So no. to send an email, in my opinion, because you just didn't know how to manage the company properly and the and the company's time and finances uh, clearly, because if you didn't know that they were overspending or whatever it is you wanted to put their manager spending better. Sounds like you need a new CEO that knows how to run these things. Mm-hmm. I love when it's like they take all the attaboys for success. Even though he probably hasn't done jack all as far as publishing or like actually creating a game. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll see. But they're also doing some layoffs and closures and salary cuts um, as well. Um but they were also a lot of the workers were trying to demand salary increases to match with inflation, which is something we've heard a lot um, from everywhere, you know, not just them. Um, and even citing, you know, Tencent investing what, like $300 million in the company this last year. Um, I don't know. We'll see. So these are some of the things they're demanding. I don't see Ives doing jackal to make your life better. No, I he's think not. he's proven his stripes at this point that he's not going to do anything to try to improve the company itself as far as your morale and profitability and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying just walk away, quit, but I ho- hopefully you've got something to fall back on and can get the F out of there because I don't, I don't think he's going to improve anything personally. Um, and I would love to eat crow on that statement. Sure, yeah. I really would. Uh, moving on, though. Because then it's just going to be a bitch fest about these uh, AAA <laughs> studios because I could go on forever. Um, I hope you didn't get too into Avengers because I'm sure as you had seen as of March 31st, nothing new for you guys. You can keep playing what's there, but no new content. The support will be gone. I I, I did kind of just stop playing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which you know. might be why they're uh, dropping. It was, it was fun for the moment, but once I got distracted with another thing, it was just like, eh. You know, right. I was yeah, done with you it. Did what you wanted out of it, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see <laughs> on that. So it's it made it like three years. Mm-hmm. I I actually didn't think it had been out that long until I was reading through it. It felt like it was sooner to me, but I don't have a good concept of how time. Yeah. Anymore when it moves. But um, yeah, so support will end on September 30th. So you've got a little bit of time there, um, but no new content. No, nothing else has come into the game. Um, I guess none of it was good enough to help save it anyway when they were throwing it out there. So, well, they didn't they didn't help matters when they would be like, hey, here's like there. I, I don't know. If, I'm almost positive. I read this correctly. They were just like, hey, how about a new Thor skin? That is the exact same Thor skin, but without a helmet. (gasps) And we're going to charge you for it. (gasps) They should have shown his butt. That would have made more. It probably would have. I mean, in the movie, I wasn't mad about it. But seriously, it was just like, so you want me to pay money for the same skin, Mm -hmm. but without a helmet? Kiss my ass. (laughs) And in most games, don't you? Well, you should anyway. Have the option to have the helmet hidden from you anyway, if you want. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> a simple little thing. Or at least some of the games I play has that option where I can still wear it and get the stats. But if I want to hide it from my own view, just for aesthetics, I can. So I don't. 
see why I would need that. Maybe Avengers doesn't for that reason, so they could charge you to take the helmet off for less for less skin. Yeah, for less skin. <laughs> oh, AAA is great. Um, <laughs> moving on with more of it. Sony, did you see some of the games that they were bragging about releasing that'll be coming uh, this year? 23 uh, new games. Perhaps. it was that Some the, of them the, we've the, chatted about. But... Yeah, the video that they showed was like, hey, yes. 23. Yeah, I think I kind of watched a little bit and was like, yeah, but I, I know all this. <laughs> yeah, so most of them we had known. Um, one thing I noticed, though, and I'm sure a lot of astute eyes did as well, we don't have that many cross platforms coming out now. It looks like we're finally moving towards the it's going to be on PS5. I think eight games I saw was mm-hmm. doing both. Um, I think it's time. I understand why there was a delay. So I don't know. I didn't know what everyone's thoughts were on that because, I mean, we are looking at two two years in, three years in. Again, I don't know time anymore of right. the PS5. Almost three years, maybe, mm-hmm. um, which we've done in the past once, you know, usually about a year or so out is when you start seeing the phasing going. Granted, I think people not getting their hands on machinery and stuff, they realized that. So they kept things going longer, in my opinion. But I mean, what do you think? I'm kind of all for it. But it's easy for me to say sitting up here having a PS5. So sure. I no, that. I'm same way, too. It's. I guess I'm trying to understand where they're coming from with this and what they're trying to do. It's still trying to firmly establish PlayStation 5 is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And we'll allow other people to play our games later. But right now, mm-hmm. you have to have a 5. Now, you have to make them available <laughs> for people sure. to play them. And yeah. I think maybe that's what they're afraid of is if they put everything on PC, then people are going to just be like, well, fuck that. I don't need that. I'll just go over I'm here and that, get this. I'm that person. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? If, if yeah. you can't get your hands on a I PlayStation 5. PC, and if you're going to give me the option, I was actually just talking about that with the hubs the other day. I was like, if I would have only known that in the future, Sony was going to be dropping them all on PC. Yeah. Now, granted, the hubs is a, a loves console, loves PlayStation. So we probably would have had it regardless. But if it was my own decision, you just made me needing a console obsolete. Yeah. No, I I get it. And I'm not mad about it. But. So, I mean, holding back the games could be part of that strategy where they do want to give you those games. But take a look at the games that are available on there right now as it is. They're older. They're games that people have played. People have moved Mm -hmm. on from. So they're just like, well, let's give the scraps to the PC players and let them play with them now. That's fine. And why not? I mean, that yeah. seems that helps revitalize those For games. People who weren't going to buy both. Exactly. And I think that's one of the smart options that all these game developers and game publishers should consider when it comes to multi platform. Once your game has its run on a console and no one's playing it, let the other kids play. Yeah. They could probably enjoy who it too. Who knows how much it costs to, you know, port? From one yeah, to the other, true. which could be a reason why some don't. But I mean, when you're slapping $70 price tags on shit we're downloading these days, yeah. you're not physically handing over goods. I, yeah, I guess we would just have to see what the, 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 how much were the PC crowd clamoring for a thing. Yeah. But it's still going to look nicer. Although I understand the PlayStation, the Xbox, the new ones, boom, like super mm. fast. I get that. It's really good hardware. 
<laughs> I can still soup it up a little bit more, you know, it's with true. money, of course. None of this is cheap. I'm not saying that it's just like you can walk down to the corner store, pick up a really cheap, great graphics card or anything like that and just walk on home. No, uh, but willing to spend 10 bills. But um, by comparison, we've seen yeah. high performance PC and how they the games look on those mm-hmm. PCs. Pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, it depends on so much stuff, too, which we could get in the weeds of. But, mm. like, what TV do you have? What monitor do you have? What this? What that? You know? Um, but, yeah, I just found that interesting that I was seeing out of the about 23 games, I think I only saw about eight that were for both four and five. Mm. And most of those I think we already knew and had been playing, like, Horizon, uh, Spider-Man 2, um, Maybe I should have wrote more of them down. But regardless, you can go to their blog and if you watch that video. But yeah, it was just something I kind of noticed where I've been paying attention to see if it was for both. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this time I saw more stepping away from it, which I do feel it's time. Take advantage of the hardware you've been given. Yeah. Instead of having to try to do for both because one the one's always going to suffer a little bit. But We'll, we'll see. I mean, we even mentioned that I think late last year. That was one of the the concerns to... If you want to prove what your hardware is going to be capable of, you're going to have to stop catering to the old hardware. Yeah. And yeah, now's the time. I mean, it's just natural progression of how it's going to happen. Yeah. Though. And unfortunately, people are going to get left behind. And-, and I do appreciate what they've done. You know that they've mm-hmm. tried to hang on to the to the older console for this long, but. Mm-hmm. Got you. I, I mean, I, like I said, I understand it. I actually appreciate it because of how hard it was to, for people to get their hands on a PlayStation mm-hmm. 5. You were going to have less people playing your games. Sure. Just facts. You know, if they don't have the console to play it, it's, why buy it? We're not going to get to play it, you know? So I get that. I get yeah. that. Um, I don't know if it's still super hard to find one. Of course, I haven't I don't... tried in a while. Yeah. I haven't seen as many complaints, but that doesn't mean anything. So maybe it's... I mean, they swore there was going to be a lot more accessible for people to get. Now, if you could just keep the bots and the resellers that always want to swipe it up from you and charge you exorbitant amounts from getting it. But I think that was the biggest issue. I don't hear complaints like that anymore. Of course, I'm not really stomping around those grounds as much. But still, yeah, I don't see like, uh, you know, this is so out of stock. uh, It's so hard to get and all that mess so um only one other thing a couple well two i guess quick things that i wanted to mention uh just because i thought this was funny uh power wash simulator is getting a tomb raider dlc (laughs) uh okay (laughs) i looked into it it looks like you're cleaning up the tombs and whatnot where laura might have gone so Mm. i just thought it was kind of funny i think they're both square so maybe that makes sense but it, it was just kind of funny when i saw power wash tomb raider dlc i was it, i need more context so i had to click it and that's what it is like so you're cleaning up at croft manor and all this stuff so i don't know why their mansion got so effing dirty but there you go um i just thought it was funny so i mentioned it go clean up laura craft manor manor and um this my last thing um inkulunati which I'm hoping people remember me talking about during the Steam's Games Fest mm-hmm. that I just fell in love with and adored and had been waiting for a release date. January 31st, y'all. It's right around the corner and it's coming to Game Pass and then you can buy it elsewhere and I'm excited and I can't yeah. wait because it was such a cute, fun strategy game. Unique. The graphics, the art style, ma, chef's kiss. 
So January 31st, y'all look out for it. I think you'd like it. And it's a nice um, indie team. So support. Support. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but that's it. That's it. So right. I, I think I think we can wrap her up there for the, the week in news um, with what I felt like chatting with you about. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> Are you ready? Pretty good. I got it all in like 26 minutes there. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud of myself. So you ready for story time? Because I am. I've held on to this. Time. I've I've had this story ready to go for even weeks before uh, we ended, and I just things kept happening, hey, and I didn't want to spoil it. Game on something, right? Yeah, I wanted to make sure that this I wasn't rushing through it, mm-hmm. and you know things just change. And this is the first time, but it's good. At least I had something prepared. For when the year yeah. started, I wasn't just like, I had nothing. <laughs> Less thing to stress about, right? Yeah. So, at least this week, you'd be cool. I was ready. So let's get started. So late last year, and I changed that because it was <laughs> weeks. Later this year. Yeah. No. <laughs> but late last year, I don't know if anyone remembers or not, but we brought up a story that the marketing team promoting Call of Duty Modern Warfare or whatever the fuck number they're on Which now. Which version it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. had approached... I think it was two, but yeah. Yeah, they had approached video game journalist Laura Kate Dale with the opportunity to consensually plagiarize a pre-written review crafted by the game's marketing team. Mm-hmm. And if you've never heard of such brazen tactics in the gaming industry, well then buckle up, siblings, because I'm about to take you on a ride back to the past to one of the boldest tactics to ever grace video game journalism. Oh, I'm excited. All right. If we go back to the late 90s, PlayStation is firmly establishing its reign on the video game market. The PS1, as we now call it, was breaking records, making Nintendo rethink their strategy and convincing Sega to just say, fuck it, we're calling it quits. And to make such an impact, you have to have some of the best games on the market, giving players things they hadn't yet seen to lure them in. Now, one such game released in June of 1999, developed by Reflections Interactive. One critic said of this game, it was, quote, a movie buff's dream, but still great even if you aren't, end quote. Another said, quote, one of the best driving games ever. And that, quote, nothing comes close to the comprehensive, deep, and thoroughly pleasurable experience that's embedded deep in the heart of this game. Mm -hmm. Some bold words, especially at the time. And while the game's review score wasn't perfect, it was one of the few that had relatively high marks across the board. That said, (laughs) it was criticized for its opening tutorial and final mission being extremely difficult. This game was called Driver. Do you remember this game? I mean, maybe. It's such a generic name, I'd have to look at box art or something to trigger my memory. (laughs) I'd say the box art would probably trigger it. Now, inspired by movie car chases... Driver sees players driving around using or driving around yep. four real life cities Miami, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York. All different parts of the world. Except for San Francisco and Los Angeles. They're pretty close. But you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Corners. They should have used Seattle. What were they thinking? Could have had every <laughs> corner. 
The, uh, you use a variety of vehicles, and the plot focuses on the work of an undercover police officer, John Tanner, who infiltrates a criminal outfit to investigate their operations, only to discover a plot by their boss to assassinate the President of the United States. <gasps> it is a damn shame I missed out on this game, because it sounds like fun. Right? <laughs> The game was a massive success and sold over 1 million units in two months after oh. it was released. And that's pretty good, especially yeah. back then. Right. So what do you do in this situation? The correct answer would be to rejoice in your success, observe reviews, see what you can do to improve on the game that you made, because there were critics. Sure. And then you take your time and you craft a proper sequel. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah. But the big... I would imagine that yeah. seems logical. Yeah, but the big studio answer is to put out another sequel as fast as you can because money. Right, sure, yeah. Okay, so Reflections Interactive went to work on a sequel expanding on the ideas of the first game using four new cities to drive around in, new vehicles to choose from, and even the ability to exit your car this time. You weren't you, allowed out of your no, car. You, oh, you, you were just well, a car. And that was a feature that was kind of rare at the time. You were either in a driving section or not. And that was yeah. that. <laughs> so while these features mix things up, as it were, it was just kind of like, okay, same game, but different cars, different cities, and now you can get out of the car. Uh-huh. There you go. There's part two. <laughs> it just wasn't a lot, you know, yeah. Yeah. because it's Was rushed. that the biggest uh, criticism is, why can't I get out of the car? Well, you, you know, you'd think so, but not really. It wasn't a thing. <laughs> so that was a need that didn't need filling. No, they were just like, well, we're trying to change it up. So what was something we didn't do in the last... Hey, get out of the oh, car. walking. Well, yeah, walking. That's what we want in a driving simulation. <laughs> Driver 2 released in November of 2000, just a little over a year from the original. Critical reviews were unsurprisingly mixed, with some saying that while it was fun... It doesn't do much to separate it from the original game. Mm -hmm. There were other critics that criticized the numerous technical issues the game had because, you know, rushed sequel. Sure. And even called it one of the year's most disappointing games because rushed sequel. Right, yeah. Let's keep that in mind, people. Despite that, though, it managed to sell 2 million copies by February of 2001. However, the game would quickly be forgotten by the end of the year. And you know why? There was this game. Sequel? No. <laughs> there was this other little game hit the shelves called Grand Theft Auto 3. Hit uh, yeah. shelves about October of 2001. Almost perfect scores mm -hmm. across the board. Really made Driver look bad. <laughs> yeah. You know... You can walk in, in, in Grand Theft Auto 3 also. Yeah. All around the place, you know. Different cars. Got radios. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it outsold Driver 2 becoming the year's best-selling game. Think about what I said. Two million copies for Driver 2. Right. In two months, right? This outsold it. Wow. Right. <laughs> in the year. In the year 2000. Well, this didn't set well with Driver's publisher, Atari. Oh, sure. Once again, what they did, the plan was, you're going to do this again. 
but better. You know, like that other game that just came out. Right. So we're you're going to do... Two to three. You're going to do that. And then we're going to have this other game that's a three. And it's going to be like that, but better. Because they sure. just one-upped us with our own game. So we have Let's to do, do it, it better. That's how innovation works, people. And Compete. Let's go. You'd think. And they could have pulled it off, too, had they been given a wider time frame. But Atari can't wait forever. They need money now. Mm -hmm. Now, Reflections Interactive went to work to expand on their previous titles and even took cues from the success of GTA 3, because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. The third entry was looking to be a mixture of open-world gameplay through driving and on-foot traversal. The game would take place in three new locales, Miami, Florida, obviously, uh, nice France, but I feel like there's that just doesn't sound right, does it? Should what? it be Nice France? I was going to say probably it just um, reads or something like that would be how it's pronounced in French, but I'm not sure. I don't speak French. I don't. I barely either, speak. So I apologize. Uh, and then finally, this you better is... not say you barely speak English since y'all correct me online. Jesus. I was going to say Japanese, but it's oh. fine. <laughs> And finally, the the place we've all been wanting to drive around in, Istanbul, Turkey. Mm-hmm. Now, furthermore, the game would feature a free roam mode that would allow players to explore and look for secrets, such as hostile NPCs that look very much like Tommy Versetti from Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you know, mm-hmm. which was a game that had been released during this game's production. That did not discourage the team, though. They were going to make their game better. Mm-hmm. This only reinforced their desire to make the best sequel possible, which is evident in the meticulous detail in the rendered cities. But I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> to make this game be the best that it could be, the team needed more time. They knew this, but Atari didn't have time to give. They just, they just did not have the time to give them. The company had taken a few hits over the years, and it was just starting to fall into financial turmoil. To keep the lights on, the company had been publishing numerous Japanese imports, such as Dragon Ball Z Budokai, and even a few shovelware titles. You know, those fun games. Yeah, they're always great. No other games had quite seen the success of Driver, not even its loose spin-off title Stuntman, which released during the game's third development. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and it actually came out to decent reviews. But Atari was desperate. So desperate that they started making bad decisions <laughs> that led... Imagine that, Atari, making bad decisions. That led to all these other bad decisions. They'd been making bad decisions for decades before this. Yeah. Don't let me get me started. Anyway. Yeah. They're not even Atari anymore. <laughs> One ridiculously bad decision was funneling more money into Drivers Three or Driver Three's production. Now, this yeah. sounds good sure. for Reflections Interactive. More money means more resources, right? Should. However, <laughs> it seems that Atari threw the team more money under the assumption that that was going to speed up production. It's like here's more money now; you can go faster. That's not how this works. Well, if you hire more individuals, sure. Maybe, Possibly. But <laughs> and I guess funny. it, yeah, with that, I guess it could have, but it didn't. 
Furthermore, it spent an equal amount of money in the realm of about $17 million in the marketing campaign alone. They wanted the public to know Driver 3 was coming, and it was coming to reclaim the crown that GTA stole. Atari was making a risky bet against Rockstar. Yeah. And another such risk came in the form of an early release. <laughs> another? In an attempt to circumvent any more losses, Atari chose to release Shiny Entertainment's tie-in title Enter the Matrix weeks before it was complete. Oh, now, I remember this too. While this may seem like common practice today, we're looking at you, Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> it was at the time, or this was at a time before day one patches. You know, those Oh, yeah, things... like you had to legit go buy it and bring it home and right. bring it on a disc or something, yeah. If the shit was broken, it was broken. It was broken. You know, you weren't getting well, a patch. Well, did the original PlayStation even connect online? Part, uh, I think the two had the modem. That well, I know eventually... two did, but I was trying to think if one even did. No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. If it did, it was like one of those things that they were kind of thinking about, but then they weren't 100% sure about, and it was just like, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. Yeah, that's still pretty early for internet and everyone having it, though. I mean, I'll even kind of bring up one of my own crashing game stories that I remember very vividly, and it made me so mad, is the game Ultimate Spider-Man. I got it for my birthday one year, mm -hmm. and I was so excited to play it. And you got to a certain point in the game, and it would crash every single time. Done. It was done. Frozen, locked, done. <sighs> I even beat the game at some point. I don't know how I got past that point. I don't know yeah. what I did that got me through it, but for the longest time, I could, it was just, it would always break at that point, and I was like, if, you know, this is broken. I even returned it to the store thinking that maybe That's I just had a bad disc. Working. Yeah. But it was the game, because it happened the same. Same disc, or a different disc. Yeah, so it really made me upset with that game, even though I did beat it eventually, but still don't know how I did it. Yeah. Now, in... 20, or 2003, Atari's move to release Enter the Matrix early to coincide with the release of The Matrix Reloaded did pay off. The game sold 1 million copies in the first week and over 2.5 million by the next month, making it the company's fastest selling title ever. <coughs> with sales like that, one would assume that it was a critical success. Sure. Yeah. Far from it. Many game critics quickly noted how unfinished the game was and received a mixture of average to poor ratings. But a few were a bit more positive than others, even stating that it had been a, given a few more months of development, the game would have been fantastic. It would have been perfect. Yeah. If they could have just waited, it would have just been perfect. And they could have waited, if you think about it, because there was another Matrix movie coming out in November of that same year. And if oh, they had yeah. just giving them the time and then release the game in the middle mm -hmm. while you, the hype is still up there right, right? Yeah. be like hey you remember that movie that came out back in march there's gonna be a game coming out in the summer and then you can have all that story filled in the gaps when you get right around to the ending yeah. boom how perfect would that have been but no 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 atari needed it right then and there they, they couldn't wait now yeah could not wait <sighs> frustrating <laughs> i know desperation was a factor here 
and the desperate was Atari. They were just aching for that next big hit. Driver 3 was going to be that big hit. Come hell or high water, this was going to be the game to save them from bankruptcy, even though this other game that was broken did rake in some money. Mm-hmm. Then two reviews came out and sealed the game's fate forever. PSM2 Magazine and Xbox World Magazine dropped their scores. Nine out of ten each. They had done it. Reflections Interactive had made the hit Atari was hoping for and went on to sell three million copies between its release date of June 2004 and December of 2004. And that just goes to show you that risks pay off in the end. I'm fucking with you. I'm not done. I was gonna that's say, not the end of the story. No, although that's what Atari would like you to think, <laughs> that's just not the case. For you see, the gamers of the world got their grubby little hands on this masterpiece of a game. And those gamers were suddenly suspicious because the game was a buggy, broken mess. It was clearly rushed out the door and anyone who played the game could see this. So anyone with eyes could see it. In fact, I think the blind could see it. So how does a game like this get fabulous reviews? Right. It just doesn't add up because I guess, you know, I can give you one guess. And if you don't say money. Yeah. You know, then all this money they didn't have, but I could tell you where they found money to spend it on. Mm-hmm. So if you figured it out, it's not that hard. In this case, it was a trade, a trade that amounted to the value of money. If the magazine publisher, the future network, as they were called, would write glowing reviews for the game, Atari would grant them publication exclusive access to the game early in exchange for this exclusive review, along with, you know, this and that for ad revenue, and you just, all you gotta say is our game is great, and then you you have the exclusive reviews. You're gonna be where everyone's gonna click Mm -hmm. for a review, because you had it first, yep. All this for just a little bit of ad revenue, wink, wink, nah, nah, we we rub each other's backs, you know? Yep. Of course, when the news broke, wouldn't you know it, Future Network desi- denied any wrongdoing. And Atari said, I don't know what you're talking about. We didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So They just <clears throat> really like the game. What's wrong with that? That's their opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. just their opinion. What are you yeah, talking about? Clearly, this was an attempt to ruin their good name, Video Game Crash. Atari would never release anything this broken E.T., let alone... Do something so shady, Tengen. So until facts can be presented, liable such as this should be ignored. Okay? Just let the company's numerous ventures, links Jaguar VCS, show how successful Atari truly is. Bankruptcy, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But gamers don't give a shit, and they don't let things go, as we well know. Nope. (laughs) A number of them flooded the game's radar forum to complain about Driver 3 and how broken it was. Whether or not they knew (laughs) game's radar was, in fact, owned by Future Network is unknown. It was a happy coincidence would be more interesting, so I'd like to think that they didn't, you know? Yeah, sure. It was just a popular games forum where gamers went to complain. Yes, Well, Future Network was not about to let a bunch of nerds besmirch their reputation. Right, just the people buying our stuff. Right. You know, our customers. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So they did what any good company worth their weight would do, which is hire a marketing firm to fix it for them. Oh, yeah. Said marketing firm, Babel Media, go figure, mm -hmm. decided to <laughs> that their best tactic here, okay, was to infiltrate the game's radar forum and talk the game up, okay? Oh, yeah. Make the gamers yeah. think that they're crazy. So two specific voices came in strong into the forums with users' names like King Chopper saying, uh, I got me a copy of the game on release day. Still going strong for me. I'm still, still quite surprised. You got to make sure you get the uh, the wrong spellings in there. Oh, yeah. All the surprised missing letters. <laughs> that some people find the controls hard or out of the car stuff awkward. I find it like all well balanced and such. <laughs> the other trying to trying to talk like the gamers. Yeah. <laughs> the other username, uh, Billy Wiggs, drew more attention to themselves, saying things like, "Think you are being a bit harsh? Deserves more of five ten, surely." I have to reply your completely negative review. What type of gamer are you really? Cause I think some of your comments are unfounded. And this is only a sliver of their whole tirade. Sure. Soon just calling them all idiots. Yeah, pretty much. Soon forms or forum users began using uh, research and tracking little details that just seemed a little odd because these two very vocal proponents were just suspicious and they're not stupid. And people quickly learned that their accounts were only speaking about Driver 3. Had no other accounts talking about any other game. Just Driver 3. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to be. They don't know how uh, sleuthy no. those internet folks are. Do they? And then and then those same clever little uh, internet nerds, as I like to call them, uh, trace their IP addresses back to Babel. they did. <laughs> So soon, the accusations began flying, and then, of course, denials followed suit. Eventually, the two crack like an egg because gamers have an act for finding weak spots and exploiting them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonder where they learn such things. I don't know. <laughs> it, couldn't, it couldn't be a reflexive, um, you know, yeah. reaction. Like, like this isn't our first word. <laughs> like the meme, your first time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So King Chopper and Billy Wiggs admitted to being employees of Babel Media, but denied being part of the marketing scheme. And I work there, but I still liked it. Yeah. I'm allowed to game, right? No one believed that bullshit. So eventually the two of them just disappeared. Realizing that they were between a rock and a hard place with no clear way of getting out of this myth unscathed, the Future Network did what any respectable business does. They burned that shit to the ground. <laughs> Suddenly, forum posts began disappearing with over 60 threads and hundreds of replies gone in the blink of an eye. Any subsequent threads that began after the fact discussing anything regarding Driver 3 or the fake reviews were promptly deleted. It was clear that Future Network, Babel Media, and Atari wanted to make this thing vanish out of existence as if it never happened ever, ever, ever. But everyone knows... Now, what posts on the internet stays on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> True. Luckily. That was, before, that was probably right as they were starting to learn. Oh, yeah. Oh, about yeah. About the internet being permanent, basically. Luckily, some sharp individuals, like the website World of Stewart, were able to save some of the forum posts before they were deleted. 
And while there were several unfavorable reviews, there were several others from reputable publications that actually gave the game a decent review. Were they paid off too? Mm. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't have any reason to think they were, but right. it's a possibility. Could have been. Unfortunately, since we know that's uh, a tactic you will deploy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we may never know for sure. However, one thing is for sure. Atari continued its streak of firsts in the gaming industry by creating the first big scandal. Forever dubbed Drivergate. Drivergate? I love mm-hmm. that we do anything gate. That's what it was. <laughs> Frickin' Nixon, if he only knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just going to be the baseline for all conspiracies. Uh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, I had to, deep down, know that this had been a tactic that's probably been used for quite some time. Oh, yeah. And then, of course as we grew with technology to become more um, suspicious and know the right ways to investigate. To even attempt it now? I mean, back then, like you said. I mean, you just said they just attempted it a few months back with Modern Warfare, so we know people are still trying it. That's that's the part that drives me up the wall. It's like, you saw what happened to Atari. Yeah, over and over again. And I love that never once did it cross their mind to just fix the game. Yeah, you know, that would have been the thing to do. Instead of siphoning money into all of these people to to, to lie about it, mm-hmm. you could have just fixed it could or have, waited but... or all of the things you said. It's just so funny to me how uh, how hard they all struggled us to look for answers instead of just doing the right thing in the first place. But hey, this game would have came out today and it would have just got patched at some point and still right, would have been broken. Sure, but we still would have been mad because I'm still a little upset at the whole idea of you knowing you're just going to patch it on day one so I'm not buying a full game. Like, mm-hmm. that bothers me. Yeah. But what can you do? That's how it is now. And Anyway, all right. Well, that's our show. Mm-hmm. That's our show. Uh, you know you can hit us up sometime on Twitter. Don't let our earlier conversation scare you. We'll no. still see your tweets, guys. We'll yeah. still check. Uh, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash, Or you can go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art. Stephen puts his time and love into. I hope you guys all saw the We're Returning icon. It was so cute. I, I, put, I put that together. It was a, I don't know. I just had a, I had a, an artistic moment where I was like, I want to do this. I want to yeah. create this little graphic. And it took me a while to get it the way I wanted it. And. I like, I I like it. how it came out. It was so cute, just us looking on on the palace. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we'll be back soon. Guys. Hey, the shadows and shit are not easy, by the way. I bet not. No. <laughs> Anything with lighting, I'm like, Ugh. Uh, but you can also send an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. And you can also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app. And even by going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. And if you want more, go to youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. I can say words, pencil and paper (laughs) productions, uh, for more than just the pod. And, uh, since we're getting good at discord, you heard us talking about it. We're having fun. You can help make us great by coming on over. Links are in the description down below. And thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. I'm Lacey Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. But until then, game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.